the thief comes not except to steal kill and destroy i have come that you might have and enjoy life life in abundance until it overflows discover how to live the abundant life in christ through the ministry of pastor ose yao afuakwa pastor afuakwa is the general overseer of faith house charismatic chapel international a thriving ministry in kumase ghana god has commissioned him to preach and teach the word of faith for people to know god better live life better and impact their world better get set for an empowerment that will enable you to live a life of all-round victory success and limitless prosperity god bless you as you listen lift up your hands let's thank god for answered prayer last week was our uh, week of fasting and prayer fresh fire week lift up your hands let's give him praise and give him glory thank him for answered prayer because your testimony is next in the line Next, you are next in line for a miracle. You are next in line for a testimony. Give him thanks. Give him praise. In Jesus' precious name. Amen. Father, we thank you because you are a good God. Thank you for your mercies. Thank you for your ears that was attentive unto us all through this week. Amen. Thank you for answers. Thank you for testimonies. Amen. We honor you and we bless you for it. In Jesus' matchless name. Amen. In Jesus' matchless name. Amen. Mark chapter 9 verse 23 to 24. Mark chapter 9 verse 23 to 24. And Jesus said to him, if you can believe, all things are possible to him who believes. Somebody say, if you can believe. If you can believe, if you can believe what? All things are possible. If you can believe, some things are possible. All things are possible. If you can believe, few things are possible. All things are possible. If you can believe, some things will be impossible. All things are possible. May everything become possible for you. Then the man said, if it is that good, if believing makes it that simple, then Lord, I believe. Then he remembered there was some unbelief somewhere. So he said, help my unbelief. This man, God will help your unbelief. Amen. I said, this man, God will help every unbelief in your Amen. life. In the mighty name of Jesus. If you can believe, all things are possible, including your own things. This man, everything is possible for you. Amen. In the name of Jesus. If you can believe. If you can believe. That has to do with capacity. If you can believe. If you can believe. If you can believe. Now let's come to Matthew chapter 17 verse 14 to 21. If you can believe. When they had come to the multitude. A man came to him kneeling down to him and saying. Lord, have mercy on my son. He's an epileptic and suffers severely for he often falls into the fire and often into the water. Verse 16. So I brought him to your disciples, but they could not cure him. Verse 17. Then Jesus answered, Oh, faithless and perverse generation, how long shall I be with you? How long shall I bear you on my faith? Bring him to me. 
Then Jesus rebuked the demon and it came out of him and the child was killed from that very hour. Verse number 19. Then the disciples came to him privately and said, why could we not cast it out? Somebody say, why could we not? From this man, nothing shall be able to withstand you again. This statement will be a statement of the past in your life. There won't be an occasion where you say, why could I not do this? Why? Because by faith you can do all things. In the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. Then the, the Bible says the disciples came to him. Jesus said, you could not do it because of your unbelief. For I should be, I said to you, if you have faith, As a mustard seed, you will say to this mountain, be removed from here, and it will move, and nothing will be impossible for you. Verse 21. Habib, this thing goeth not except by prayer and fasting. Praise God. So in this scripture, we see a very beautiful scenario. Very sad, but beautiful in a certain sense, because... These guys are the disciples of Jesus. They are presented with a case so overwhelming. The issue overwhelmed the gentleman who had the case. And then he brought it to the disciples seeking that their intervention would be timely. And that rest will come to him and his family. But he only came to find greater disappointment in the disciples of Jesus. They brought the matter to him. They looked at him. I'm sure they prayed. All they knew to pray and nothing happened. Then the man rushes to Jesus upon seeing him return from the mountain and say, Lord, you know what? I brought my my child. One, I have tried my child with my faith. My faith has been exerted to its full length on my child. No results. So I carried him over to your disciples. And there too, they could not. But now, if you can do anything, help me. Praise God. So we have three different faiths playing out here. One, the man's faith, the disciple's faith, and Jesus' faith. Can you see that? The man's faith, because for him to have even carried the children to the disciples, when you are sick, naturally you go to the hospital. For you to now bring your, child, your sick child to pastor, means that you believe. Praise God. Hallelujah. You believe that pastor has some power or some grace on him to be able to cure your child. That's why you bring your child there. So the Bible said the woman, by his faith, carried the child, and I want to believe that, first of all, he would want to explore his faith. So when the child first sick, he laid his hands upon the child, nothing happened. Praise God. Hallelujah. First day, nothing happened. Second day, nothing happened. He carried the child and brought the child to the disciples. He said, disciples, I know, I heard that some time ago, Jesus sent you out two by two, and when you went, you brought testimonies of healing. So I'm convinced, this is your case. This is my case. You can handle it. Then the Bible said the disciples also did their best and their best was not enough. So they could not. Then the man carried the child and brought him to the master. May you bring your case to the master. Most of the time we have issues and we are sending them to all wrong places. Praise God. The issue allows more than it was supposed to because he had been to all kinds of places. No solution. But when the matter was brought to Jesus. Good report became the order of the day. Amen. I see good report coming your way. Amen. Now please hear me and hear me well. Three kinds of faith. The man's faith, the disciple's faith, and Jesus' faith. But two different faiths do not work. 
The man's faith didn't work. Jesus' faith did not work. Uh, sorry. The disciples' faith didn't work, but Jesus' faith worked. I'm teaching on exploring the faith that works. Somebody say, exploring the faith. Say, exploring the faith. Shout louder, exploring the faith. Exploring the faith that works. Exploring the faith that works. Exploring the faith that works. We see Jesus' faith working. Because their ultimate objective was a man was to see, see his child healed by faith. And when he came by faith, Jesus' faith worked and healing came. When we talk about the faith that works, is the faith that does, gets the job done. The faith that gets what? The, the job, job done. done. The faith that gets the job done, the faith that produces result, is the faith that works. The Bible says in Hebrews chapter 6 verse 12, he said that we be not slothful, but be ye patient, be it followers of them who through faith and patience inherit promises. There are those who faith, whose faith take promises. And there are those whose faith only talk the promises. There are people who talk it. They talk divine health, but they are afflicted every now and then. They talk prosperity, but the more they talk, the more they lack. Some people talk it, others take it. From this month, you'll be taking it. Amen. I said, from this month, you'll be taking it. Amen. You will not be talking success, you'll see success. Amen. You'll not be talking growth, you see increase. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Not only will you be talking it, but you'll be taking it. Amen. In the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Faith takes. The Bible said, be followers of them who through faith and patience took their promises. Now faith is a substance of things so forth. The evidence of things not seen. For by it the elders obtain a good report. So faith is the generator of a good report. The man with an epileptic child, no more. When his faith was released and Jesus' faith came in contact with his faith, healing came and that report became a good report. I don't care the report you are dealing with. In this man, that report is giving way for a good report. Amen. That marital report is becoming a good report. Amen. That joblessness report is becoming a good report. Amen. That academic challenge is becoming a good report. Amen. Let your amen be loudness if you believe it. In the mighty name of Jesus. Three reasons why your faith must work. Your faith must work. Somebody say, my faith must work. work. Shout it, my faith must work. work. Again, my faith must work. work. Yeah, your faith must work. Your faith must work. And your faith must work for three primary reasons. One, maybe I'll do two. Your faith must work for three reasons. I'll finish it up, second test service. Second service, sorry. There will be test service very soon because... Yeah, praise God. Your faith must work for three reasons because access to God is impossible without faith. Somebody say access. Access Access to God is impossible without faith. Access, access, access. Accessing God is accessing good. Accessing God is what? Accessing good. Accessing God is accessing good. Why? Because every good and perfect gift cometh from above. So when you access God, you access the best things of life. Until you access God, your situation remains the same. The woman with the issue of blood suffered for 12 solid years without any encounter. But when she accessed Christ, immediately 
her issue became a non-issue. This month, you will access God by faith. Accessing God. A lot of people want a lot of access. Access to President Kufado, access to the Minister of Trade, access to the Minister of this, access to all. I have never sought access for any great man. Praise God. No. If ever, maybe anointed people. Praise God. Yeah, because anointed people carry something that puts you higher on a higher pedestal than any public official can access you. If Akufuadu puts you there today, our honorable president, the next four years, if he loses, he, they will kick you out. But when God puts you there, you are there forever. Amen. I said, when God puts you there, you are there forever. Yeah. That's what the Bible says, promotion coming up from the east. Access to God is your greatest and your most important access. And the Bible says, no one accesses God by faith. But except through faith. Hebrews chapter 11 verse 6. He says, now faith is the substance of things. So for the evidence of things not seen. Without faith. Verse 6. For without faith, it's impossible to access God. For he that cometh to God must what? Believe. If you must come to God, if you must come to me, you must believe. Praise God. That's what God is saying. If you must access me, you don't need to book appointment. Just believe. Amen? Amen. If you believe, you have access. But if you doubt, you have no access. Romans chapter 5, verse 1 to 2. Romans chapter 5. Your principal access to God is faith. Your principal. Somebody say, my principal. My principal access to God is faith. Therefore, being justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. We have peace by whom also we have access by faith. Somebody say access by faith. I see you having access to God. You see, everything God is and God has is accessible on the platform of faith. God has healing. God has children. God has jobs. God has promotion. God has increase, but they are accessible on the platform of faith. And it takes faith to access God and everything God has. So when faith is not in place, you enter in. You know, you're trying to enter a computer, key in the wrong password, and it will keep on rejecting it until it locks it. How many of you have done that before? If you forget your password on your phone, you try it several times, they will remind you, don't try it in the next, try it in the next 30 seconds. In the next one minute, if you try it more than required, they block it for you. Why? Access denied. And there are many people who are trying to reach out to God, take something from God, and it's, it looks as if God is far. God is not far. The Bible said the ears of the Lord are not heavy. The hands of the Lord are not short. But when faith is not in place, it will seem as if God is very far. This month, I see your faith coming alive. Amen. I see your faith coming alive. Amen. May your faith come alive. Amen. May your faith come alive. Amen. In the mighty name of Jesus. So number one, access to God is only possible via faith. Number two, attacks from Satan and his courts against you. Please enter in. Against us cannot be stopped. That's fine. Cannot be stopped without faith. Somebody say attacks. Attacks. Oh, attacks. Attacks. Say it, attacks. 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 I wish there were no attacks. And many of us wish there were no attacks. In fact, most of us really get surprised when we, we experience any attack from the devil at all. Praise God. No. In this world, Satan has a few days to attack you. Praise God. 
So get used to attacks from the devil. Get used to it. Don't be surprised. The Bible said, don't be surprised by the fairy trials that come your way. Don't be surprised. Count it all joy when thou fallest into diverse trials and temptations. He said, no temptation is taking you except that which is common to man. So, don't be surprised. Send to your neighbor and say, don't be surprised. Don't be surprised. Married and you have a challenge in the home and you are surprised. It's Satan at work. Don't be surprised. Attached from the devil are part of the job. Praise God. He is not prevented. God has never prevented Satan from attacking us. But he has always provided a means for us to triumph over him. Somebody didn't hear that. You see, it's not about the enemy coming against you. It is a weaponry you have. You see, if Ghana decides to go to war against the United States, it doesn't matter at all. Donald Trump will not worry at all. They won't pray. But if we hear that U.S. wants to attack Ghana, all churches will pray today. Praise God. Everywhere there will be prayer. In fact, our president will call all the pastors and when he doesn't believe them enough, he will call all the sheikhs to come and add their faith. All the traditional, I mean, panic action will be taken. Why? Donald Trump wants to come against us. Praise God. But if we decide we are going against the United States, they will be eating us normal. Praise God. Yeah. Because they can block your entrance even from their airport. The kind of security check they will give you, whatever you carried into their country will not work. Praise God. So access. Attacks from Satan. God does not prevent the devil from attacking us. But there is something God never gives the devil power to do. And that is to hurt us. Praise God. He has put in our hands what it takes to stop the devil. Unfortunately, most people are victims of the devil because they don't use a weapon in their hands. You see, robbers can come to your house. You can be a retired soldier. You, you, you can have a gun. But if you don't know how to use it, they may even collect the gun and use it to kill you. So that's, what, that's one of the reasons why people say you should, not, uh, uh, you should not even use a gun in your house. Yeah. Once you buy a gun, you better learn how to use it well. Praise God. Shoot and not miss your target. Because if these guys are 10 outside, one of them, you see, and then you target, you miss him. Ha, yeah, yeah. The whole house will be raised down. Maybe you have a pistol. They came with AK-47 that has been bought and sold to them by some army uh, 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 officers. Praise God. Hallelujah. How do you survive? Attacks are a natural part of our work with God. But <laughs> hurting us is not permissible. Praise God. The Bible said when they went from one nation to another nation, he suffered no man to do the wrong. He reproved kings for their sakes, saying, touch not my anointed and do my prophets no harm. So how did God secure them? He anointed them. So if you decided you walk without the anointing, you were susceptible to attack. But as long as you remain anointed, there was no way the enemy could touch your life. Can somebody give me an amen here? Amen. So, how you go to work and somebody don't like you on the job? Stop worrying yourself. Pastor, I don't know why they don't like me on my job. Who should they like? I don't know. I don't know. I, don't, I want to quit this job. Listen, don't be a quitter. That's a baby sinking. Praise God. Don't leave the place because some demon there operating through one man called uh, your boss doesn't like you. Keep on firing your arrow of faith. Can somebody give me an Amen. amen. 
attacks from Satan and his cause against you can never be stopped without faith. The Bible says in the book of Ephesians chapter 6 verse 16, he said, above all, he was talking about our weaponry. He said, above all, above all, taking the seed of faith. Somebody said the seed of faith. Above all, you have taken prayer, you've taken righteousness, you've taken truth. Above all, taking the seed. That's why the subject of faith must be understood by every child of God. If you want to do well in your Christian life, faith is a subject you must master. It's a master, it's a principal cause in life. If you fail it, you will fail in every other thing. Praise God. Because when faith fails, everything fails. Everything fails. Marriage will fail. Praise God. Business will fail. Church won't work. Everything thrives and works. He said, above all taking the seed of it, wherewith you shall be able to quench all. Somebody say all. All. Whether they are coming from your mother, your father, wherever they are coming from. Anywhere it's coming from. From Satan himself, from your enemies, anywhere it's coming from. All the fiery darts of the enemy. Listen. Beginning from today. No fear that of the enemy will be located. Pastor, in this my workplace, I'm here to do, I'm going to do a drove heart. Somebody called me in the course of the week and said, Pastor, pray for me. A place I am, the people are very wicked and, and listen, I'm here to really uh, deal with that. It's matter. When people are wicked around you, it's not prayer you need. Prayer is good. But you need to know much more than prayer. Praise God. Hallelujah. Because I can be praying for you, but you are living in perpetual fear. It's of no use. I get what I'm talking about. No matter how hard I pray for you. And the, some people like, Papa, pray hard prayers for me. There's nothing like hard prayer. It's faith, it's faith-filled prayer. Praise God. Hallelujah. There are some people when you are praying for them and you don't shout, receive it. They don't, be, they don't, I don't feel the prayer. Listen, prayer is not felt in the loudness of the south. Praise God. Hallelujah. The faith content is what determines the vibrancy of prayer. Faith. Faith. Above all, taking the seed of it, where you shall be able to quench all the fiery doubts of the enemy. All of them, not some of them. Everywhere Satan hates it. From your job, you are a winner. From your friends, you are a winner. From your class, you are a winner. Everywhere. That's what the Bible said. Whatsoever is born of God overcomes the word, and this is a victory that overcomes the word. Even our faith. When faith is in place, you are an overcomer. Even when you are sleeping. In your sleep, you are an overcomer. In your walking, you are an overcomer. Everywhere you find yourself, you are an overcomer. You see, hear me and hear me very good. Your victimization by the devil is guaranteed without faith. Somebody say, my victimization. victimization. You shall not be victimized. I said, you shall not be victimized. Ephesians chapter, uh, 1 Peter 5, verse 8 to 9. Eight to nine. Be sober, be vigilant, because you are wrestling the devil as a roaring lion, walking about seeking whom he may devour. So here he says, "Go back, please." He says, "The devil is looking for people. One, he is your adversary." He said, "Be vigilant, be sober, because you are adversary, the devil." So he's already told you who the devil is towards you. Satan is not your friend; he's your foe. Whether you like it or not, that's why it is very sad if you sit and you die with your enemy. Whom God has revealed to you as Satan is wrong. Satan is your perpetual foe. Praise God. He doesn't love you. He doesn't like you. You cannot convince him. You cannot, you cannot have a meeting with him. Peace meeting. Let's resolve our matter. It cannot be resolved. What you need is to be able to give, keep him in his place. And you keep him in his place by faith. 
Be sober, be vigilant because your adversary, roaring, ro- like as a roaring lion, walking about, seeking whom he may devour. Look at verse number nine. He says, Whom? Whom do what? Resist. Knowing that the same afflictions are accomplished in. This is what it means. It means that what the unbelievers are suffering is you not survive. Praise God. They are suffering childlessness. That's not your portion. They are in hospital every now and then. That's not your portion. They are broke every season of the month. That's not your portion. Am I communicating here? The hospital is not built for you. It's built for unbelievers. Can somebody give me an amen? Amen. Somebody say, if we don't fall sick, how will doctors eat? Listen, unbelievers are there to fall sick. Praise God. Your victimization by the devil is guaranteed. When faith is not in place, likewise your victory. Now, faith is the principal thing in the kingdom. Somebody say, faith is the principal thing. But like the disciples of Jesus we read, the faith of most people doesn't work. I've met people, Pastor, I've been praying, praying and praying. It looks like God is not hearing me. Well, in this month, we'll be, the man said, Lord, I believe. Help my unbelief. In this month, God will be helping your unbelief. Amen. I said, God will be helping your unbelief. Amen. For the faith of most people is not working. So how? We need to learn how to make our faith work. And that is what exploring the faith that works is all about. How can you get your faith working? Let's look at Galatians 5, verse 6. Galatians 5, 6. It says, For in Christ Jesus, neither circumcision nor uncircumcision avails nothing. Avails anything. But faith working through what? Working through what? Shout a louder. Faith working through what? He said, faith working through love. Circumcision doesn't matter. Uncircumcision does not matter. But faith working through love. The King James says, but faith which worketh by love. Faith which worketh by love. Somebody say, faith worketh by love. Say, faith worketh by love. But faith which worketh by love. Why is your faith not working? You want to examine the love content of your faith. Praise God. Hallelujah. Faith doesn't work alone. Faith works with some things. And one of the vital things the Bible says faith works with is love. Love, love. And what a privilege it is in our year of loving God. I see your faith working. Amen. Your faith shall work. Amen. Your faith shall be profitable. Amen. Your faith shall be productive. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Anywhere faith grows, anywhere love abounds, faith grows. Anywhere love abounds, faith grows. Second Thessalonians chapter 1 verse 3. Anywhere love abounds, faith grows. He said, we are bound to thank God always for you, brethren, as it is fitting. Because your faith grows exceedingly. I see your faith growing exceedingly. Amen. Your faith grows exceedingly. And the love of every one of you abounds toward each other. When love is abounding, faith is growing. When love is abounding, faith is what? Growing. Faith grows when love is abounding. The stronger your love for God, the greater your faith in God. The stronger your love for God, the greater your faith in God. The stronger your love for God, the greater your faith in God. 
I see your faith growing stronger. I see your faith growing stronger. Nothing propels faith to action like love. We see Matthew chapter 14 verse 14. Matthew 14 14. And the Bible said Jesus went forth and saw a great multitude and was moved with what? Compassing toward them and he healed them. The faith to heal was released when love was driven towards them. Praise God. Anywhere love goes, faith will follow. Anywhere love goes, faith will what? Anywhere love goes, faith will follow. Most people pray they don't obtain answers. Because answers to prayer is a, is a function of what? Faith. The Bible says, and if we ask anything, whatever you shall ask, believe it. Matthew 22, verse 22. Whatsoever you ask, believe it. Matthew 22. Verse 29. Let's see verse 29. So. Let me get it for you. Whatsoever you ask, believe it. It shall be delivered to you. Whatsoever you ask, believe it. It shall be delivered to you. 2122. 2122. And Jesus, all things, whatsoever. Somebody say all things. All things. Ooh, this is so sweet. All things. Somebody say all things. All things. So not some things. All things whatsoever you ask in prayer, believe in. You shall what? So why didn't you receive? You have to question the believing. Question what? The believing. The believing may be, uh, of course, there are a few other factors. But the believing is a vital factor. The believing is a vital factor. The believing. The believing. The believing. And for most people, they can't be, their faith doesn't work in prayer. Why? Because love is not in place. Love is not what? In place. Because love is not in place. Look at how Jesus connected love and prayer. <laughs> faith, love, and prayer. Uh, Mark chapter 11, verse 23 to 25. Mark chapter 11. He said, For verily I say unto you, whosoever shall say to this mountain, be thou removed and be thou cast into the sea, and shall not doubt... But shall believe that those things which he says shall come to pass. He shall have whatsoever he what? Whatsoever he what? Sayeth. Look at verse 24. He said, therefore I say to you, whatsoever things you desire. When you pray, believe that you shall receive them and you shall what? Have them. Look at verse 25. That's where it is. When you stand praying, forgive. Pastor, you don't know what he has done against me. That guy in the office, as long as I work here, we will never speak. Listen, God has also said, as long as you are never speaking with him, he will never listen to you. Praise God. Never. We will never speak means never. You can be in a chair mountain. 40 days, you will descend and your situation will grow from worse to worse. Why? Because every prayer there was not captured. Praise God. It's, listen, walk in love. There's not, nothing that should make you hate somebody. There's somebody you don't talk to, a child of God, and you, have, you want to talk to God. No, 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 you're a joker. It doesn't work like that. You have ill feelings. Every time you meet this person, you have ill feelings towards him. And you want God to have good feelings towards him. It won't work. It won't work. It won't work. It's a husband. 
If you are fighting with your wife, forget it. Don't waste your time praying. Praise God. Don't waste your time praying. It it has no respect. You may be a pastor, but as long as there is a feud between you and your wife, forget it. You don't get God's attention like that. God settled the matter. In fact, the other day he said, when you are bringing your gift to the altar and you remember that somebody has something against you, not that you did something against the person. No. Somebody has done it against you. You drop the gift there. Go back to the person. Reconcile. How? You who the person has done something against you. You should be waiting for the person to come and reconcile. Yes, sir. But he says for your faith to work. You go. Reconcile. And then come and present your gift. Amen. Your mother-in-law did something against you before you got married. And you have found this woman. No wonder Satan is using it against you in the marriage. Satan is using it against you. There is something you are expecting of God. Praying and praying is not working. And you think, I believe God. Papa, I believe God. I so see. Listen, you can sow your life. It won't work. Am I communicating here? You can sow your life. He said, if I give my body to be bent and I have no love, it profited me nothing. Faith will never work if you are not working in love. That's why you must, you must ask for love. It's not, it's a principal thing. You, you have to make sure that love is working. Yes. If it's not working, nothing works. You see, all things work by faith, but faith works by love. Praise God. Hallelujah. That means actually all things work by love. Straight line equation. All things work by faith. Faith works by love. That means all things work by love. Straight line equation. You'll be working in enmity. In the choir, you have tipped those who are your favorite. What, what is that? What kind of spirit is that? When this person is singing and leading the song, there's a way you respond. When another person is leading the praise and worship, you intentionally come to church late because you don't want to back. What kind of spirit is that? And yet you are praying, Lord, uh, Father, Papa, I, I, I don't know why this, my visa is delaying. Listen, they will reject you and bounce you ten times. That is faith. Faith only works where love is in place. Listen, there is nobody I hate in my life. I have not found one. Praise God. There is nobody I cannot speak to. Maybe I'll speak to them. They say they won't respond. But me, I don't have time. I don't have time at all. Praise God. I don't have time at all. I've seen my faith work in many areas and in every area I engage it. Praise God. This year will be 10 years since we got married. There has not been... No, no, wait, wait, wait. Listen. There has not been a night where we went to bed and there was an issue between us. Never once. Ask her. I caught this secret a long time ago. I cannot... No, no. Why, why should I meet God? If I'm to meet God the night, I go to my bed and I sleep. If I meet him in the night, I meet him without having spoken... To, I, I don't know how I answer. If some demon were to jump on me at night, how will I survive it? Because the faith I need to drive it will not work. Why? Because you slept with anger. Because you are the only person who is justified. Listen, <laughs> come into love. Come into what? When you enter love, you have entered God. And when you are in God, everything works. When you enter love, you have entered God. And everything works when you are in love with God. 
Let me share with you how faith empowers your love life to produce. Four ways love empowers your faith to produce. I'll just touch on one. Love empowers your faith to work. I see your faith working. I said I see your faith working. One of the things I don't like at all is when there is strife between anybody. Me and somebody. I will do anything. Even if you call me a fool, call me a fool. But I want the matter resolved. Praise God. Yeah. But there are some people, no matter how hard you try, <laughs> they will not mind you. For such people, God that does not count it against you. He said, as much as a liar in you, live peaceably with all men. So, in your case, do your best. Blessed are the peacemakers. For they shall be called the children of God, not the pe- people who create confusion. Peacemakers. Peacemakers. Faith deepens. Love for God deepens your relationship with God, thereby strengthening your faith to produce in Him. Somebody say, Love for God. Love for God. Deepens your relationship with God, thereby strengthening your faith in Him. When you know God well, it's easy to believe Him. In fact, anybody you know well, it's easy to believe the person. When you know your husband's passwords on his phone, when there is any issue, it's easy to trust him. But the man has hidden so many things from you. So everything he's saying, you are not sure whether it's true or not. Paul said, I know whom I believe. First Timothy, I know whom. He said, for this reason, I also suffer these things. Nevertheless, I'm not ashamed. For I know whom I have believed and I am persuaded. I'm convinced. The Bible says, Abraham staggered not at the promise of God through unbelief, but he was strong in faith, giving glory to God, being fully persuaded. When you know God, you are persuaded that God is true. And it takes a lot to know God. Last month, we are exploring knowing God through love. Praise God. The one who loves God is the one who knows God. He said, beloved, let us love one another for love is God. Love is of God and everyone that loves it is born of God and knoweth God. So if you don't love, you don't know God. And when you know God, you can believe him. And when you believe God, all things become possible. Amen. Praise God. And the Bible says that the people that do know their God shall be what? Strong and do exploits. So when you know God, your faith is strengthened and you are empowered to do exploits. And it takes a lot. It is love that deepens the relationship. The more you love someone, the more you open up to the person. Is not be so? Yes, the more you love someone, the more you open up to the person. The more you love someone, the more you love someone. You cannot be keeping secret from somebody you claim to love. That's why something told Delilah. Uh, Delilah told something. He said, ah, all these seven times you have told me you love me. But you are keeping this secret from me. Of course, you need to know who you are telling your secrets. If it's, if it's a Delilah, your head will be gone in a short time. Praise God. First Corinthians 13 verse 7. He said, love believes all things. Believes what? All things. So there is no doubt in love. When you are in love, you don't suspect the person. Praise God. Yeah. Because the person opens up to you, so there is no room for suspicion. When you are in love, love kills all doubt. The reason why you doubt God is because you don't love him enough. 
You doubt whether God will sort the matter out. You doubt whether God will give you a husband. You doubt whether God can give you a wife. You doubt whether God can give you a child. And every now and then you are contemplating some demons that Satan sent to you that they want to take you to one malam somewhere. You are contemplating, should I go or should I know God? Will God come through for me or not? When you love God, it has gone beyond whether or not God comes through for you. Whether he comes through or not, I'm in love with you. I'm sold out for you in love. That's a genuine love for God. That's it. Love. Love gives you access to abundance of revelations from God's word. It takes revelation. Somebody say revelation. revelation. When you love God, God gives you access to unlimited revelation from God's word. It is revelation that powers faith to produce. Revelation is what empowers your faith to produce. The Bible says in 2 Corinthians 12, he says, and because of the abundance of revelation, this, yeah, it is not expedient for me to boast, but I will come to visions and what? Revelations. This is Apostle Paul. I will come to visions and revelations. I'll come to visions. Verse 7, look at what he says. He said, unless I should be exalted above measure, through the abundance of revelations that was given to me, abund- the man was given abundant revelations. So Paul said, I know when I'm going to die. No, no, nobody spoke like that except Christ in scripture. He said, I know. Uh, death is not looking for me. I know when. He said, I don't know whether I should die or I should stay. I don't know whether he had faith enough to decide. Do you know Paul died a very old man? Nobody went through trials, afflictions, beatings like Paul. But his faith, powered by love, kept him alive until he fulfilled his days. Am I communicating here? When you love God, indeed, your faith works. Paul said, what shall separate me from the love of Christ? What shall separate me? No wonder his faith. They put him under the sea. He came out. Why? Because he was rooted and grounded in love. You sit in a place. It's so small and you are already shivering. Your faith can survive uh, a two minutes uh, uh, storm. Turbulence. The man went under the sea. Came out. They beat him several times. He came out. Why? abundance of revelation. So his faith was so strong, nothing could. He said, I know whom I believe. Shipwreck. The whole ship was torn apart. Everybody's item was lost. The man was literally on the sea. But he told the people, he said, an angel of God appeared to me last night that there shall not be any loss and I believe it shall be told, even it shall be done even as it was told. He could believe God for anything. Access, access, access. You see, the reason why you doubt your husband because he has kept a lot of things from you. You, you don't doubt a person who has opened up his account. This woman should not have a challenge doubt, uh, trusting me. Praise God. Hallelujah. The passwords to my phone, my tablet, uh, uh, the, back, the, the backup is with her. If I lose them and I want them, I collect her iPad and I check them. Praise God. Hallelujah. So access, revelation, once you have revelation, it's easy to believe. Many read the word, few see the word. And until you see the word, you can't believe it. Because Thomas said, as I've seen it, now I see it and I believe it. I see your faith working. I said, I see your faith working. How then do I prove my love for God? You prove your love for God by loving the lost. If you genuinely love God, your faith will always work. You prove your love for God by number one, loving his word. Somebody say loving his word. Loving his word. 
have to have strong love for the word of God. Loving his word. If you don't love the word, you don't love God. David said, oh, how I love that love. It is my meditation all day. There are some people, they can't just survive in any church. A church where they, they do all kinds of nyankumadis, the word of God is not taught. And they are there. Praise God. But there are some people too. When you begin to teach like I'm teaching, they begin to sleep. And when challenges come, you can see them struggling. Oh, you're not share, 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 When you are rooted in the word, nobody prophesies to you, prophesy to your life. Can somebody give me an amen? amen. Yeah, because you see, and the reason why most prophecies sometimes don't come through is because you don't know the authenticity of those prophecies. But when you prophesy to yourself, you know you are prophesying the right things to yourself. I mean, I can't I can be prophesied to that I'm in a coffin. For where? I prophesy life to my life too many times. That has brought me close to diverse accidents, but I survived them all unscathed. Praise God. All of them, every time. Why? Because I speak life to myself. I shall not die, but I will live to the, declare the works of the Lord. When long life, he will satisfy me and show me my... I mean, I'm not thinking about what, what, whatever anybody saw or said is not inconsequential. What the word is saying is what is important. Am I communicating here? You, you, you have to love the word. You can't be a lover of God and not love his word. Number two, you can't be a lover of God and not love souls. Love souls. Love souls. And in this service... I declare by faith our 1,000 membership uh, agenda fully launched. In the name of Jesus. You demonstrate your faith in the attainment of the saved by aggressively going after souls. Genuine lovers of God, they love souls. They love what? They love souls. They love souls. There are course mates in your class. When they enter the class, you begin to resent their behavior. Yet, you have never had the mercy and the patience and the compassion to speak to them about Christ. The way they conduct themselves puts you off, but you have never been compassionate enough to affect them with the gospel. What of your boss? What of your friends? What of your neighbors? You can't love God and not share him with everyone. I see grace come upon you to love God. Amen. I see fresh grace come upon you to love God. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. And by this communion, I declare healing and wholeness for you. Amen. Any weakness in any part of your body. In this communion, healing is your portion. Wholeness is your portion. Receive your deliverance now. In the name of Jesus. has just placed in your hands the key for all-round victory, success, and limitless prosperity. To get a copy of other messages as well as books by Pastor Afuakwa, please call 020-422-5790 or 027-422-5790 or email us at faithhousechapel at yahoo.com. Get 
Interactive with Pastor Afuakwa on Facebook and Twitter. You can also visit our website www.faithhousechapel.com for any other information. Fellowship with us this and every Sunday for our two English services, 6.30 to 8 a.m. fair service, 8.30 to 10.30 a.m. second service, and on Tuesdays for our Word Encounter service, 6 to 8 p.m. at our church auditorium on the top floor of Nana Ama Ejakuma Plaza, opposite the Unity Oil Station, Santa Seranabout, Kumase, Ghana. God richly bless you. In one word. One word.